Welcome back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host. And on this podcast, we work on becoming just 1% better every single day. And I believe the way we become our best selves is by focusing on the small, seemingly insignificant, but positive things that we can do daily, you know, be it drinking our water, sending a loving or supporting text to our spouse, maybe memorizing one verse in scripture, going into Target one time this week and only grabbing what we went in for to just support our financial budget or to say one affirmation every morning, right? Like it is the little things that are so easily overlooked that can compound over time. So in this community, we don't underestimate what these little things can help us accomplish. And we believe that leaving the legacy we want to leave ultimately starts with us becoming the best version of ourselves. So I challenge you guys to just figure out like what area in life are you really wanting to improve and then find something so small that it seems like almost too easy to do every single day. And, and do that even three times a week, right? It's not about being perfect. It's about just showing up day after day. And if you can do it three times a week, the next week, do it four and the next week, do it five. And Jim Rohn says, what is easy to do is also easy not to do. So find a way to track it. I love, um, the app, I believe it's called streaks. It helps you kind of like track habits that you want to do. So, and it kind of gives you alerts on your phone and whatever else. So that's a really easy way to start tracking something super, super small. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So today's episode is a quick pop-up training. I did this past week for those of you who find yourself really struggling with spending either kind of knowingly or unknowingly. Like sometimes we, sometimes we really know that we struggle to say no to ourselves when we're kind of out and about. Other times we feel like, I don't know, maybe you had a really good week or month only to be surprised by your credit card balance, you know, as you kind of look through the statements at the end of the month and just complete disbelief. (laughs) And then we realize at that point, like, dang, okay, yeah, I did go to Target. Okay, yeah, I also, I did order that stuff off of Amazon. I did stop at Starbucks. Dang, I did eat Chipotle that many times this month, right? I remember staring at a credit card statement in complete disbelief of the balance at one point. I mean, I I would, you guys, I would have probably bet like a million dollars that I did not spend as much as I actually spent that month. But the numbers on the statements just don't lie. And oftentimes, oftentimes people don't even look at the statements, right? They look at the balance or like the minimum payment, but they don't click the little down arrow to say like, okay, where, (laughs) what is this balance from? Uh, And oftentimes I like could not believe it. I'm like, I don't remember. (laughs) Like if I had to sit down without looking at my statement and I had to sit down and be like, okay, let me just think back through all the purchases that I made even this week, right? I could probably list a a few bigger ones maybe, or like, oh, I remember I stopped at McDonald's before soccer or something, right? But then when you look at your statement, all of a sudden there's like 50 extra charges and you're like, what in the world? Where did all these come from? I don't even remember these until you sit there and stare at it. And the statements are kind of staring you right back in the face saying, "Uh, yeah, you absolutely did. (laughs) You did spend all this stuff. And, you know, I talk a lot about in my, I'll talk a lot about this in my one-on-one personal finance coaching that I do, that I am more concerned about your and mine $5 to $20 charges than I am about you purchasing a new freaking house or a car. Why? Because we at least think consciously about bigger purchases like that, right? Like we're not gonna, 
we're not going to buy a car or a house, you know, a car for twenty to thirty thousand dollars, or a house for, you know, a hundred to three hundred thousand, depending on who you are, where you live. We aren't going to not think about those things. We're going to weigh the pros and cons. We're going to come up with a rough budget. We're going to come up with some kind of limit for ourselves, right? But it is the little charges that we have learned to completely disassociate from and what really causes us more financial trouble than we actually freaking realize. And I think that that's probably not a shock to you. (laughs) If you have ever found yourself in a situation where you have looked at a statement, like I just said, like, wow, that is surprising. Although not at the same time, because I do, I, I did do all of those things. So in this quick 10 minute training, I stared two strategies to try if you need to interrupt this habit of spending kind of without thinking. And I will just say before I even play this training, these are, these two strategies are something that Justin and I have done. Okay. So this isn't just like, Oh, this would be nice to do. They are things that when we were really, really trying to get out of debt, we were really trying to get our spending in check. We were really just like blown away by the fact that we had thousands of dollars on credit cards that were Amazon Prime and Starbucks and Target and just like a bunch of stupid crap, honestly, right? And it was like, we just never wanted to say no to ourselves, apparently. And then when we started to prioritize our finances and really be like, nope, this is not financial freedom. Financial freedom is not saying yes to everything every single time we want it. Financial freedom is having the ability and the margin to say yes to the big things that we actually want, like me being home with our babies and Justin not having to work in retail and the crazy hours just for the paycheck. And, you know, for me ultimately to start my own business and for us to invest, invest in rental properties, right? Like those were the big things, not the, you know, Starbucks apple cider that I wanted. Like that wasn't the big thing that seemed like a big thing because I'm freaking impulsive, right? So anyways, we have done both of these strategies and both of them work because they really target something that we all struggle with. So one of the strategies I will go into has you start to say no to yourself and we'll kind of go into that. And then another strategy, I don't make you say no to yourself at all. I just have you do something separate that kind of still really helps you bring your spending to a conscious level. So kind of choose your own journey here as I go into them. But first, before we dive in, I want to ask you really quickly, I want you to scroll down and go to the show notes of this episode and register for the free class that I taught this last week. It is called Money Mindset for Moms 101, Learn How to Break Generational Cycles. And we talk a ton about trauma, financial trauma, just in general, and new things that I have learned about this whole topic. (laughs) And it is super, super fascinating. There's a lot of resources that I give um, and just a lot of new information that unless you are fairly trauma-informed, you've probably not heard before and it'll blow your mind, I promise. Then we kind of pivot and we have a really practical conversation about how to talk to your children about money and how to talk around your children about money. And ultimately we go into talking about how to create a general change that will actually last and not just die the generation after us. Because listen, if you want to change, let's say your family's financial status, right? Just changing your socioeconomic status from let's say your parents, that doesn't mean that you've created generational change. That means that you have changed the situation financially that you are in right here today. To create a lasting generational change, there are some things that you have to realize um, that 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 entails and that takes. And so I talk really deep in about this um, during that class. I mean, over like, gosh, 200 
200 plus women have signed up for this class and it was one of my absolute favorite classes to teach. Plus, you guys, side note, secret sauce. <laughs> I talk about my money course entrusted with her finances at the end and webinar participants receive a $100 off promo code. Just saying, okay? All right, so enjoy that. Okay, you guys, on to the training. Oh, and I have to say really quickly, you guys, that I am clearly out of breath in, the, in this training. I think I was like sitting in a weird position. Listen, if you don't know, I am like 33 weeks pregnant, third trimester, so showing up the best you can. But as I re-listened to this training, I realized that I'm like <gasps> every single time I go to say something. So it's only like a nine minute training. So if you can bear with me and not be super annoyed by it, I... Um, I can't edit out every single breath. So note to self to not be like winded when I do a training next time. Okay, here you go, guys. I've been having some common questions, common themes or whatever kind of throughout some of the people that I am coaching and working with one-on-one. -on -one, and I wanted to just bring it here for you guys. So because I'm assuming that if the people that I'm working with are struggling with it, you might be too. And honestly, it's something that I used to struggle with also before we kind of got our ish together financially. If you don't know who I am, my name is Stephanie Sims. I'm the owner of Legacy Through Motherhood, and I really help women um, completely transform their financial life in 90 days through budget coaching, personal finance coaching, one-on-one, -on -one, um, and also money mindset work. So if you are somebody who is really, really, really having trouble um, spending, okay, I'm going to give you two tips that I have done personally that have really helped me. And so think about think about it this way. In this culture, we are very unattached from money. Why? Because we have credit cards, we have debit cards, we have like, we'll deal with it later, you know, mentality or whatever it might be, so that we can swipe and then we can move on and not have to think about it for a month. And it seems great, right? Until like a month comes and we're like, shoot, what the heck am I gonna do? So my personal story, you guys, like when we were in debt, I had like credit cards that had seven or $8,000 on them. And I mean, I would look at the statements and it was like Target and Amazon. And there was a couple things that were like, you know, groceries or gas or whatever. But I would look at this balance and be like, what the heck? How did that just jump $2,000 like in a month or 40 days or whatever? You know what I mean? And I would literally be like, let me look at this statement. I didn't even spend money this month. And the problem is, and then I would look and I'd be like, oh, I did go to Target. Oh yeah, okay, I did spend that from Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah, I did I did go to Meijer and do this or whatever it might be, right? And you almost have to like come to terms with the fact like, oh my gosh, I really did spend that. And I genuinely would think like, I didn't spend that. And then the paper doesn't lie, right? And it kind of brings it back to my conscious mind of like, oh, I did, I did freaking spend $200 at Target. So anyways, um, if, if you are kind of feeling yourself having this happen where you're like, I don't feel like I spent that much money, but I just spent $600 this month. I just worked uh, or I just taught a class live um, about two weeks ago and a girl was like, I can't believe I just spent $900 extra this month. Like what in the world? Um, so anyways, if this is your struggle, which is very, very common, number one, what we need to do because of what's happening, the problem is this. And so here's the solution. The problem is we are unattached. We are detached from our spending. We just say yes when we want it and that's it, right? And so we are detached from that. And so what we, the solution to that is, um, is to 
start to become attached? <laughs> um, how do we make it more quote unquote painful for us to really um, feel that spending habit? So one of two things I recommend, I just recommended this to a budget client that I have right now. Uh, number one is do spending freezes. So if you've never done one before, number one, it is basically when you go an entire day without spending any money. Now, obviously like if it's groceries or it's whatever, like go ahead and spend that money, but you go one day without spending anything. My husband and I will do spending freeze weeks where we literally don't buy anything for an entire week. And what that does is it kind of resets us because what do we do? We're in the habit, like if we're leaving the house or we drop kids off at preschool and then we, um, you know, we come back home, we pass the Starbucks, we get into a habit of like, let me just get a pumpkin spice really quickly. Or let me just grab a, you know, whatever it might be really quickly. Or let me just drive through Chick-fil-A real fast. And it starts to become this habit because we have a habit of dropping our kids off at preschool and then passing that Chick-fil-A before we get home. It's early. We forgot to eat breakfast. We're hungry. We want it. Sounds delicious. Right. And so, Number one, going on a spending freeze. And because a lot of the spending that we do is really subconscious, like I was talking about at the beginning where you're like, I didn't spend money this month, or at least I didn't feel like I did. And then you look at the statement and you're like, okay, yeah, I did. I did freaking spend that money. Um, and so totally like going on a spending freeze. I, if you've never done it before, I would suggest a day. Um, three days is great. If you're really hardcore, do it a week. <laughs> uh, and again, that's not like groceries or gas. That's like anything extra. And so what that does is it kind of re-puts yourself in check and it breaks almost, not all of it, but it's a good kind of um, head start to break a habit that you've maybe started, like grabbing a Starbucks on the way to soccer practice every night or um, grabbing Chick-fil-A on the way back from preschool or whatever it might look like. So a good spending freeze is a way to start to attach yourself back to the money because you will start to really feel like, dang, I'm having to tell myself no a lot. Um, and so you actually have to think about that because you're like, okay, <laughs> I got to make my coffee at home because I cannot go right here and pick up another Starbucks tonight because we're on a you know 48 hour spending freeze. And so you're bringing that back to your conscious mind. The second thing that you can do if you really struggle with spending and you're like, gosh, I feel like I'm not spending anything, but really I freaking am if I look at my accounts um, is tracking. So here's my first option for you was to start to go on a spending freeze, say no to yourself for at least 24 hours, if all the way up to a week, if you wanna be real hardcore and totally get yourself back in check. But the second thing is to not say no to yourself. You never, you don't even have to. All I want you to do is keep like a, like rip a piece of paper out of a notebook, keep it in your car or in your purse or whatever. And I just want you to write down every time you spend something. So you go into a gas station and you get gas and then you pick up a Coke, write that Coke down. You go through McDonald's, you get a burger and fries, write that down. You go into Target and you grab a Snickers and a shirt, write it down. So this is all what this is doing is bringing it again back to your conscious self. And I tell people not to, not to even tell yourself no. Go through the Starbucks, go through the Chick-fil-A, go through everything you freaking want to go through because what's gonna naturally happen is you are gonna naturally not want to do it <laughs> because you are not gonna wanna write that thing down. You're not going to want to pull the stupid paper. And listen, these are these are two things that I personally have done, especially in our you know debt-free building wealth journey. You're not going to want to get the stupid piece of paper out and write down that you just got you know four dollars worth of Snickers and a Sunkist when you just went into Target to get a prescription. And so what that does is it makes it pretty uncomfortable for you 
to spend that money, okay? So just to recap, one of two things, spending freeze, 24 hours where you say, I'm not spending a dime, or three days I think is the sweet spot. It can really start to change a habit. If you are getting into a habit, like I was saying, like if you're stopping to get Starbucks after you drop the kids off at preschool, or if you are picking up a you know Chick-fil-A before soccer practice or whatever it might be, okay? So spending freeze, 24 hours if you've never done it before, three days is a sweet spot. If you really wanna be hardcore, do it a week. <laughs> My husband and I will still do like week spending freezes, okay? Um, and then the second thing you can do is track it. Don't say no to yourself. Just do everything absolutely normal, but carry around a little piece of notebook paper, computer paper, doesn't matter. Write down exactly what you spend. So if you go buy a pack of gum, write it down. If you go through Starbucks, write it down. And that is going to naturally get you to think about, do I really want to get this out and write this down? <laughs> and if you want to some serious accountability, one of the girls that I'm working one-on-one -on -one with, I told her to send me the sheet that she is tracking her numbers with because this is something she's struggling with. All right, guys. So anyways, this is something that I've started to see and the one-on-one -on -one clients that I'm working with, um, my personal finance clients. So I'm assuming that if they're all struggling with it, I'm sure you guys could be struggling with it and it's something that I struggled with on my journey. So those are two strategies if it's something that you want to get a hold of. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed those two quick strategies to help you get your spending kind of in check. Like I said, Justin and I really struggled with this. You know, I think that, I think it's something everyone struggles with at some point. And these two strategies, we would kind of go back and forth. We would just do like a total spending freeze uh, for certain times, or also you would, we would just have to track. I had a little 99 cent journal, I'll track stuff in. So I want to, I really want you to just like pick the one that will work for you and commit to it for one to three days. So if you're like, I don't want to say no to myself, <laughs> that's fine. Start journaling. Or if you're like, no, I got this. I can do anything for 24 hours or 72 hours or 48 hours. Like I'm going to say no to myself. It's, you know, challenge me. <laughs> okay. Um, so pick one, pick whichever one feels better to you. You're going to get the same results. Also, check out the link in the show notes to register for that class I just finished up with, and there's been such great feedback from it, and I just want you guys to have the content also. Side note, too, if you've been following along, we have about six and a half weeks or less until Baby Sims number five is here. I could not be more excited. Thank you guys for all of you who keep checking in, seeing how I'm feeling just in general. And if you wanna keep up with all things LTM, go to Instagram. And I am at Legacy Through Motherhood on that. May has been a really, really big financial month for us on the on my Instagram at Legacy Through Motherhood. Just meaning there's been a lot of financial content that we have pushed out this month. So great free resources for you guys just in general. All right. I hope you all have a great week and I look forward to continue walking with you to help you find your grit while completely covering you in grace.